Welcome to this week's Employment Law Coffee Break. I'm joined today by Kevin Barrow, a partner specialising in working closely with clients in the workforce solutions sector. Kevin, this week we'd like to get your guidance on the IR35 rules that were delayed from April 2020, but are now due to come into force in April 2021. I know you've been advising clients extensively in this area, but for the benefit of those who might just be starting to think about the new IR35 rules, could you just remind us what the changes these new rules bring are? Thanks, Kath. Well, uh, IR35 has always been a notoriously tricky uh, area, and the latest IR35 reforms are turning that up a notch. Uh, the reforms affect users and suppliers of personal service company contractors, often called PSCs, and some types of sole trader, sole trader consultancies and the sorts of sole traders that you see, you know, in the construction supply chain. And, you know, as with the public sector IR35 regime that came into force in 2017, uh, the the, the new IR35 reform will place the main IR35 tax liability with the person who pays the PSC contractor. But the end user will have liability issues as well. Essentially, the end user is obliged to assess whether the personal service company is inside or outside IR35 and to pass that assessment, which is called a status determination statements onto its supplier and to the worker. The end user will be liable for unpaid PAY and NICs if it fails to do this properly. Even if the end user gets that administrative bit right, it will be liable also if, even though it's issued a status determination statement uh, to its supplier, um, and the supplier fails to pay the PAY and NICs, perhaps because it's gone bust, because it's perhaps been involved in a tax scheme which HMRC have closed down, then the liability bounces up to the end user again. So the end user wouldn't necessarily have done anything wrong and will still be liable. This is a significant change in liability for end users and means you know, they will carry much more risk in relation to personal service company contractors going forward. There will be a right to challenge uh, an assessment. So workers can, if they don't agree with the status determination statements, um, ask for an explanation. It's not an appeal. It's just a right to an explanation. Thank you, Kevin. That, that's really helpful. It sounds like there's quite a few significant changes there. Could, could you tell us a bit about how you're seeing this play out in practice with end users? Well, the headlines initially were all about end users introducing blanket bans of personal service company contractors um, for obvious reasons. Uh, they just didn't want the risk. And that, and that sort of seems to be likely to work for those contractors who don't really have hard to find skills, who have no option but to do what they're told, and they will move probably to a PAYE basis of supply 
although that's not always safe because often that will be via so-called umbrella companies, some of which use aggressive tax avoidance schemes, so those will need to be checked out by end users. Um, the blanket ban won't always work uh, though uh, for another reason, which is that the, the best contract worker talent, the hard to find talent, will have a feel for their market value and will insist on continuing to operate via a personal service company uh, on the basis that they think they're outside. And if they're not permitted to do so, will threaten to leave unless their pay is grossed up to cover the shortfall in take-home pay they'll otherwise suffer. Um, a lot of them are quite um, uh, uh, very feel very strongly that 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 because many of them are now remote working that's further evidence that they're not supervised and therefore shouldn't be found as inside IR35. So a few companies that started off with a blanket ban of personal service company contractors are now relenting and allowing a few in on an exceptional basis. But for those end users who do wish to allow that, or in any event uh, continue to be relaxed about using PSCs, they will have to carry out a rigorous assessment process to make sure the workers are indeed outside IR35. Um, which, to be fair, many specialists, especially if they operate on a project deliverable or output basis of supply, rather than a time and materials basis of supply, you know, many of those will be outside, genuinely outside IR35. We also expect an increased use of third, specialist third party compliance checking services. Um, that given the huge liabilities that could arise and the likely proliferation of new types of tax avoidance scheme in the staffing supply chain, everyone who, who uses um, personal service companies and you know who supplies them will need to make sure that, that, that these checking services that they use do actually work. Um, it's, it, 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 the checks need to be based on a really sound legal understanding of IR35 and other workplace tax risks. Um, and in particular what we're seeing at the moment is a number of insurance-backed compliance checking services which will not always work and in some cases that we have seen may themselves increase tax risk rather than uh, reduce it. Thanks Kevin, it sounds like there's some quite complex considerations at work here. So for people who are looking for help with this, can you just talk about what support we can provide? Well, we've run about 220 workshops, one-to-one -one workshops with clients, uh, whether they're suppliers or users of personal service company contractors, to try and work out what their best options are going forward and what new contract models will best preserve, you know, their their um, their use of, you know, talent and give them best access to talent at the right price without too much risk. Um, there are options, and but they're not going to be the same for every company. Um, and that's what we do. We've been helping lots do it. Um, if anyone needs any help, please let me know or, um, you know, your usual Osborne Clark contact. 
Thank you, Kevin. It's been so helpful to talk to you about the changes with the new rules coming to force in April 2021. I know many of our clients are busy reviewing their staffing arrangements, so we'll no doubt appreciate your practical help there. Thank you everyone for listening in and please do join us next week.